looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And congratulations to OG Who, current them, been to them for a while, Zendaya for winning her first Emmy. Youngest woman who ever won an Emmy for Best Actor. That's crazy. I mean, crazy that it's Zendaya because it's like almost like the prophecy was fulfilled. (laughs) In the most dramatic way possible. Yeah. Not only deserving, but just like probably, you know, the Emmys like should invest in stars like Zendaya. Because she mm-hmm. is not only beloved by people her own age, but is genuinely talented, you know? <laughs> she she checked off all the criteria. The Emmys, she won. That was the biggest, like, who we win. Who adjacent win. She is a them. We shouldn't even call her. A who. It was the biggest who adjacent win. She's who canon, but she is a them. And the Emmy goes to... Zendaya, Euphoria. Um, I just want to say thank you um, to the TV Academy, um, to all the other incredible women in this category. I, I admire you all so much. This is, um, whoa, this is pretty crazy. I don't really cry. Whoa, okay. Um. But enough about Zendaya, enough about the winners. Let's talk about Juliana Rancic. I'm quoting an E. This is an E headline, I think. Which headline is this from? Not sure. Juliana Rancic, Vivica Fox, Miss E's Emmy pre-show after testing positive for COVID-19. Duo was replaced by Brad Goreski and Nina Parker. So it was supposed to be Vivica A. Fox hosting the pre-show? The pre-show with Juliana Rancic. And then they were like, we both have COVID. And then they brought in their B team. How did Vivica A. Fox and Juliana Rancic both get COVID? (laughs) I don't know. Just wondering. I, don't I, I mean, don't it's wanna, not like a funny, it's not like funny, but it is like, how did they both get it? I guess. By no means is it funny, but I'm just saying, I don't want to, it's not that I want to see the receipts in the form of test results, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like if I were, if that were my job, I'd be like, I'm not doing this. I have COVID. Like, you know, I would call you and say like, no. Not to be rude. <laughs> no. no, this is very rude. But after watching some of the pre-show, I actually had to turn it off. I was so uncomfortable. And I'll tell you the reason why. It's like what the pre-show was, was just like 
awkwardly zooming into nominees' homes, but like not, it never worked. Like it was always like, it was always like um, Dylan McDermott's like uh, bad Wi-Fi connection and her being like, ah, 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 you know, like back and forth. And I was pleasantly surprised by how put together the Emmys were considering what a mess the pre-show had been in terms of all that right. stuff. I mean, it should have been one person zooming in with people casually, like having silly interviews. They didn't need to even call it a red carpet. You know, like there isn't a carpet. There the isn't one. funny thing was that the co-host, I guess it was Nina Parker. It must have been Nina Parker. I don't really, I don't mm. know her, but it must have been her. If it wasn't Brad, said something like, she's like bantering with him and she's like, well, the biggest star of tonight is Wi-Fi. Because it's all about how good the Wi-Fi connections are with the, with the nominees. And I was like, oh, my God, this show, the stakes are low. <laughs> the stakes have never been lower. <laughs> the biggest wins last night were Watchmen, Schitt's Creek, and Wi-Fi. And Wi-Fi coverage. Yeah, exactly. And Amy Sherman Palladino's <laughs> weird big hat, which, of course, made a, a brief appearance. So the hat, I mean, am I, okay, so her hat, she had a weird big hat, which she typically wears, but then it has in the screenshot you sent me, she had two, like, uh, masquerade ball masks on. You think I know? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, like, Amy, now's the time to be a little more creative. Put regular masks on them. And considering, like, how, considering how bad the VMAs were and kind of just how bad all of the award shows have been, the Emmys were shockingly good just doing it live, whatever it is, doing it live gives it like a, a source of energy, something like mm-hmm. something to feed off of. Some mistakes to happen, like Jennifer Aniston coming out and having to use the the fucking fire extinguisher twice fire on that fire. That was like delightful. You know, what What if the whole place had gone down? Just kidding. I'm just saying like it created an, an element of excitement that otherwise would not have been there. And that kind of pulled the entire show along. Mm-hmm. And like, God bless mm-hmm. those producers who are like a hundred Zoom screens, you know, like all those, how do they know which <laughs> Zooms to cut to? Like, it was crazy. And the only thing that I would have wished for was for longer lingering on celebrity Zoom situations because I want to know what's like in their house. There were so many good scenes, you know? I saw Uzo Aduba win her award for Miss Mrs. America. I liked the one where it was like, Uzo Aduba, Mrs. America, Margot Martindale, Mrs. America, like someone else, Mrs. America, Tony Collette, unbelievable. There was only one <laughs> miniseries that came out this year, apparently, it was Mrs. America. Um, so, but I liked at the end of her thing, she was like, she kept calling for her mom, and then at the end of her speech, she just got up and left, and then her chair was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just an yeah, empty chair yeah, was on the screen yeah. for like two seconds maybe i was like i can't (laughs) i am beyond grateful thank you so much and um let's go change the world god bless you all thank you very 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 much wow wow Wow. oh my god (laughs) mommy But the weirdest thing that happened at the Emmys was when Cynthia Erivo oh, introduced God, this a segment so honoring weird. Lena Waithe. Well, and it was like only a few celebs were in person, which, like, I guess we're gonna do like tests and have some people come in person to do the presenting, just to give it a little bit of that feel. Because it can't just be Jimmy Kimmel doing it every time. That's boring. Or you can't have so no. many cuts to live stream because that's also like too much. So they had. The likes of who else was there? Well, Jennifer Aniston was there. Anthony Anderson was there. Jason Bateman was there. Right. Sterling K was there. 
When did Jason Bateman suddenly become like the designated like joke man, silly dude? Yeah. Like, where did this come from? He's not particularly good. I think he's funny, but like as like the improv just show up joke man, I don't get it. I don't think it's something that he's very good at. It's about the relationship you have with Jimmy Kimmel at this point. And maybe they just mm-hmm. like agreed to do that. You know what I mean? It They're feels, bros. Yeah, yeah. It feels like that. But that's pretty funny. Anyway, so Cynthia Erivo comes out and it's like, oh, what's Cynthia Erivo doing here? And she's like, I'm going to talk about like the greatest person alive. Oh my God, I love this person so much. They're so <laughs> talented. They're changing the face of television forever. And you're like, is this going to be about Lena Waithe? And <laughs> sure enough, it's about Lena Waithe. It just so happens that Cynthia Erivo introduced the person who may or may not be, but probably may be, is perhaps her girlfriend. It is, no, <laughs> um, it or... is. Yeah. <laughs> Have they actually confirmed it or has just every single other Everyone person knows. in confirmed this? How many people knew watching the Emmys, though? I'm curious. Like that. I'm wondering, like, does Jimmy, like, did does Jimmy Kimmel know? Like, did Jimmy Kimmel put two and two together? Or is Jimmy Kimmel like, oh, look at this, like, talented queen, like, near EGOT, introducing Lena Waithe, her friend. My thing was, like, did the producers go to Lena Waithe and they were like, who do you want to introduce you? And she's like, oh, my, <laughs> my girlfriend will do it. Like, like, make her go take the COVID test and do it. <laughs> She was like, oh, I'd love to ask my good, I mean, my dear friend, Cynthia Erivo. Oscar nominee <laughs> Cynthia Erivo, my girlfriend. Okay, well, do you have her number? <laughs> do you have her number? Well, she's actually right here. I mean, yes, I have her number. Well, I mean. Like the, on that beanbag the chair real that she sc- has. The real scandal is the people who know, know that the way they got together was also shady. It's not like this like cutie mm-hmm. romance, you know? No, the way they got together was allegedly, again, that oh, Lena, whatever. We don't even have to get into it. But Cynthia Erivo and Lena Waithe are probably an item. And there are some very funny tweets about it. Just search your Twitter for instances of Cynthia Erivo and Lena Waithe in the same tweet and you will be entertained for like 90 seconds. Yeah, no, truly. It's like everyone knows. (laughs) We're all out here knowing. (laughs) Okay, finally. The other, there's other Emmys who stuff. Here's the final thing. Finally, at 6.30 p.m. (laughs) When did the Emmy start? 8 o'clock? At 6.30 p.m. we received an email with the the subject line, Jamila Jamil goes brawless and JJ Wicks loungewear to the (laughs) (laughs) Emmy. I was like, click, and it says, hi, Bobby. Happy Emmy Sunday. As you may have seen from our Instagram post, Jamila Jamil, star of the Emmy-nominated show The Good Place, was spotted braless at the virtual Emmys in her <laughs> J.J. Wink slumber party top and happy hour plant. Okay. Pant. Pant. <laughs> but, like, I was kind of like, okay, she wore the pajamas, but, like, who gave them braless? And, like... When they sent, did she tell them she was brawless? Like, where did brawless come from? Because that just makes it creepy and weird. I mean, if JJ Winks, <laughs> if their pajamas, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't know how every, like, everyone with like breasts is out here sleeping or in here sleeping. I'm just saying, like, is it that surprising for you to be brawless when you are in pajamas specifically? Isn't the answer no? Oh, I, sure, but like, it's just weird to. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> She's braless and pajamas? But it's also like, why did the PR company include braless to get me to look? Like, that's kind of just like weird. Like, it's like you they're doing an impression of like TMZ. <laughs> I had to see. But the thing is, is that I found <laughs> out how they knew she was braless was not because they were like, Jamila, wear these pajamas and like go braless and take a photo. And we'll send them to you for free. Mm-hmm. It was because she posted a joke about it. No bra. No heels, no problem. Wearing PJs to the 72nd Emmy Awards from my house is my kind of vibes. Excited to see if we win any of the seven awards we've been nominated for. She did that as like a no bra, no heels, no problem joke. And they were like, Jamila Jamil goes braless. 
that is exactly what Jamila Jamil wouldn't want. And yet she tagged the PJ's company mm-hmm. and clearly got them for free. But I just, it just, it would crack me up. She made another headline this morning on Just Jared because oh, yeah. a follower commented, your skin is so perfect. And then Jamila responded to the person, my skin is currently clear because A, privileged people have more access to good quality nutrition and also our lives are significantly less stressful than the lives of those with less privilege. I also get to sleep more because of this. All of these things keep my hormones in balance in balance, and I'm able to address food intolerances easily. B, I believe the trans rights are human rights. Emoji with glasses on. C, I exfoliate twice a week. So it's like... Just say thanks. Can't you just say thank you? <laughs> just say thanks. Thank you. She could. No, she can't say two words. Jamila Jamil is incapable of saying just two Thank words. Thank you. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Anyway, Jamila Jamil, she's still doing what she does. Let's move on. Do we want to talk about Ellen's first monologue no. of her new season? She is not canceled. Okay, let's move on to Themi. Do we want to talk about the fact that Niecy Nash, newlywed Niecy Nash, just broke her foot in three places weeks after surprise wedding to singer Jessica Betts? Well, that's there. That's literally all there is to know because like you just said it. She and broke that's her foot it. in... <laughs> Okay, and we have a lot of relationship news as usual. Do we just start at the top? Relationship who's? This is a long time coming who's. and I'm grateful for it because yeah. finally, 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 Princess Love and Ray J are breaking up. He has treated her like shit for a long time. Ray J, mm-hmm. who is literally in everybody's business all the time. Ray J, who never stops being a character in the tabloid churn. Mm-hmm. He filed for divorce and she found out about it on social media. And now he won't call mm-hmm. her back, which is exactly what happened before Wendy. He just like left her in Vegas. Remember that? In Las Vegas. Remember he? She was there with their kid, and they, he just left. And she was like, "Where'd he go?" And then he like he woke was up like, early, crept he was like, out of the hotel. Sorry, room. we had a miscommunication <laughs> or something. But didn't he say like, "I left the car there. Like the car's still there." He took a helicopter or something ridiculous. I just don't get how this like, was escalated. How did this get escalated to like TMZ tabloid press? But I guess it's like. You know, they know how, they have their it, sources. It is really good. So apparently, I mean, they've been off again, on again, off again, on again for a long time. This means the papers have been filed, apparently. Uh, it's very good. This needs to end. She needs to just, like, move on. And honestly, so does he. The funny thing about this story and the um, a few of the additional stories in Relationship Who's is that... The reporters have done the work over the past week, like getting sources to talk and add a little more context. And there are just some really good quotes from insider sources in both this story and the other ones. Here's one from page six. They tried. They love each other. They love their kids, but they just don't want to be married to each other. An insider close to the former couple exclusively tells page six. They're hoping it'll be super friendly. He wants it to be amicable. Both just want to be good parents and move on. They're relieved. It's just like, that's sort of an atypically long statement from an insider. Yeah, no. Right? And also what happened was like, she filed for divorce, then it, then she like took it back, and then he filed for divorce recently. Mm-hmm. It, it's been truly off and on. And he hired Laura Wasser, who's like that very famous celebrity lawyer that everybody hires. So like- Oh, I didn't see that. That kind he of means Laura it's going to be nasty. I know. That kind of implies nastiness because I guess- she asked for full custody and child support, and then he claims they had a prenup agreement that he wants enforced. It just seems like this is going to be messy, right? According to those bits of news, yes, but according to the song that he just released after he announced that he was getting divorced no. from her, which is called which is called Hurt You, 
It's really, really bad. You need to listen to it, play a clip. Here are some sample lyrics that I had to write down. I don't mean to hurt you, but I know I bruise you, but I don't want to lose you. That's like basically the chorus that comes back and forth. Then there's, I know what I did, baby. I fucked around and set your world on fire. And then another line is, I'm your king and you're my queen. So again, mixed messages throughout this entire, both you don't this sound, You don't sound like a king to me. Itself, mixed messages. I don't mean to hurt you, but I know I bruise you, but I don't want to lose you. No, no, I don't wanna hurt you, but I know I bruise you, but I don't wanna lose you. Oh, no, no. You don't sound like a kink to me. And apparently, their prenup was a plot on Love and Hip Hop. So, like, it's all on camera. Like, all this, they did a whole plot line around their prenup. You getting a prenup was a form of her having control over our relationship. You say I don't trust you, but what you've done to me in the past. It's led me to be like this. I've been nothing but 100 with you. How do I know? I ain't good. But since you don't trust me, now I have doubts about what the f you about to do. I done been over backwards to try to make sure that princess is happy, but she still don't trust me. This is the night before our wedding. And I ain't even joking, man. This is a problem. They're gonna do that Real Housewives stuff wherever one of them says something didn't happen and then Andy's like, roll the clip. <laughs> I love when they do that. <laughs> Speaking of splits, surprising. Oh, this is a surprising split. The other one was not surprising. Yeah, that was a long time Christina coming. Christina and Aunt Anstead are done. Is they were Aunt, married. It's, it's Aunt Anstead, right? Yeah, I always mix them up with the other aunt, Aunt and Deck. The one is Aunt and Deck. Yeah. So Christina El Musa, formerly El Musa, that's rude. Christina El Musa, formerly El Musa, who got divorced from Tarek El Musa and then spin off and got her own store like Christina's Beach House or whatever. Christina she, on the coast. Christina she on the coast. Married this guy, Aunt Anstead. Uh, two years ago two years ago they started dating three years ago and it was like happily ever after we're away from the toxic Tarek El Moussa uh, vibes we didn't think those were we thought those were a little bit toxic remember that whole incident with the mm -hmm. gun oh yeah that shady incident how could I forget yeah so they're apparently getting a divorce they're splitting up and she's pregnant or she had a kid with him they had a kid or she's pregnant they had a kid together yeah they yeah. had a kid together um Meanwhile, Christina and Aunt Anstead's friends are, quote, shocked to hear about the split. Quote, they seemed happy. <laughs> this is an exclusive. I mean, I Christina feel like I keep, been... I keep hearing about them, too, because they're always in the news. They seemed happy to me. They seemed happy. I could be the source. They seemed happy. If yeah. you ask me what I thought about Christina El Musa, Christina and Aunt Anstead, I would say they seemed happy. Here's one of the, the uh, insider quotes. Christina and Anne have been very private about this, and friends are shocked to hear about the news because they seemed happy together publicly and while in front of others. Now, the voice here is what confuses me, the POV. Christina and Aunt have been very private about this, and friends are shocked to hear the news because they seemed happy together. So this sounds like it's not from an actual friend. It sounds like a friend of a friend, right? Right, because I, if, why would, if I was their friend, why would I be saying friends are shocked to hear? If I'm the friend, like, uh, why am I saying other friends are shocked to hear? Like you're right. The, exactly. Yeah. I feel like this is not a this is not a uh, uh, first a uh, first hand account. You also know? saying this they is like seemed two happy levels removed. together in public wall and wall in front of others. Is that not publicly, publicly and publicly, publicly and publicly? It's <laughs> Publi a terrible statement. This is a it's bad. A terrible. It, statement. it doesn't give us anything. Uh, they seemed happy together publicly and on and while in front of others. I'm like oh okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
Targ is also in the news because he's a character on Selling Sunset. I mean, he's a silent character. He's a ghost character because he'll never appear on the show or maybe he will. My boyfriend, my boyfriend, Tarek, Tarek, His girlfriend, Heather, is one of the real estate agents on that show. And she talks about him nonstop and how in love they are and blah, blah, blah. And so when he's in the news, she's in the news, Christina. So it's like kind of this push and pull of them, you know? Yes. This story where it says... um, uh, why Tarek Al-Musa and Heather A. Young's wedding may not be on TV. This quote that Tarek said, we're thinking about not shooting the wedding just because, you know, it's such a special day. I mean, if there was a way to shoot it and act like the cameras were not there, I'm sure we would do it. But I don't know if that's a possibility. It's a real special day Dude, for us. You've I'm just been saying- on TV for, you've been on reality TV for 10 years. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> also, there's no way in hell. This is what I was picturing the whole time I was reading this was, you know the a very classic SNL sketch with Chris Farley where he's Gap Girls and he's like, and he talks like this and whenever they get mad at him for like eating fries, he goes, lay off me, I'm starving. You know, very classic. Okay, iconic, classic, Gap Girls, yes. Classic. But I'm just picturing like Tarek having a conversation with the Selling Sunset producers and they're like, we're loving your addition to the show. And he's like, I don't think I want to film the wedding. They're like, if you don't film the wedding, we're going to fucking kill you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this is... The Selling Sunset people would rather murder than allow two people on the show to not put their wedding on the air. Well, that's all they have because they've now had three seasons, two weddings. Also, this headline might as well just be... And one of the weddings was fake. Also that I didn't know that Anne Anstead and Christina Anstead got married on her show. Like, oh, I didn't That either. was on Christina on the Coast, which is the name of the of the show, which really reads like well, Ricky I mean... and the Flash to me, Christina and the Coast. <laughs> And again, I mean, and this is because I've got Sergeant Ricky and the Flash, Christina on the coast. Stop doing that. It has very, it has Ricky and the Flash vibes. No, it's fine. It no, does. No, no, yeah, no, no. it does. It does. Day after day, I'm more confused. Look for the light through the pouring rain. You know, that's a game that I hate to lose. No, we have. We're done with these people. We have a couple more relationship. Oh, the next one's even worse than this one. (laughs) Surprise, surprise breakups. Another one. Savannah Chrisley and fiance Nick Cardillas split after three years. TV stars tells fans there's no hatred. Savannah Chrisley is someone that's like the lowest bar. There's not that many tabloid celebs who are in the news who I don't know about it. Like I never ever click on Savannah Chrisley news, but she is no in terms of like the self. Okay. Somebody who's in the news the most, and I click on the least, I think the number one person is Savannah Chrisley or any of, like, no, think about it. In the news that yeah. we read, who is in yeah. there the most, and you click the least? I would say Savannah Chrisley because the other person who's in there the most, who I don't click as much anymore, is Black China because I think she does a lot of things like that are stunty, and I She's kind of don't believe her as much as, as I used to. But, like, I still click on her sometimes. I'd much rather click on Black China than Savannah Chrisley. I know, because at least Ugh. she's funny. So so then I would say Savannah Chrisley is the number one I don't click on. And this has been the only thing I've clicked on in the past, like, a thousand stories. <laughs> Didn't she cut her hair recently and that was, like, a thousand stories? Yes, Lindsay. She did cut her hair recently. She got a pixie cut. Um, do you want to know why she got a pixie cut? No, I do, because I didn't click. So you do want to know? Yeah. 
why she got the, the sure. pixie cut. Why did she get it? Okay, well, well, I mean, fortunately, I have a story open called The Real Reason Savannah <laughs> Chrisley Got a Pixie Cut. She got her hair colored too close in time by different people, and it just completely fried my hair, so I really had no choice but to cut it off. I had always wanted to give myself a pixie cut, so I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. That is so boring. I I don't regret not clicking. She's making a lot of changes to her life. One of them is her hair. Another one is them. Another one of them is her life partner. She has broken up with her life partner with whom she was engaged, and then they just recently delayed the wedding they were like they got engaged then she was like you know what we're gonna have to slow things down in june or july yeah well also and now it's, it's pandemic. just fully out they i mean yeah it's pandemic too he's apparently in the nhl i don't know mm-hmm. national hockey league player oh <laughs> and she revealed this... this on her podcast chrisley confessions it's not her podcast it's her dad's podcast which is like so mortifying it's like oh i gotta go on daddy's podcast to like talk about my relationship terrible <laughs> terrible 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 yeah, nightmare and also, the dad is famously like, Savannah. Like, that's his whole thing is like being an asshole, right? <laughs> it's and besides the point or beside the point? Beside the point. The point Thank besides, you. Has besides, no S on same it. Same thing. Okay. And I'm feeling good. I mean. Well, you look great. I mean, you, you look you look like I looked when I was, you know, 25. We'll see. And to dad will be the first one to put me in check. And I mean, I'll be the first one to put him in check, you mm-hmm. know. if Yeah, because you had no problem telling me, folks. She literally said to me. A year, year and a half ago, Daddy, I mean, I love you, but, you know, you have always been the fashion plate for the family. You need to go have your eyes done. Yeah, it's sort of like, it's like Leslie Jordan adjacent. Yeah, he's, yeah, it's true. It's like, if they weren't creepy and religious, he'd be a gay icon, whether he's gay or not, you know? But it's creepy and he's not. So here is this insider's. (laughs) comment which is way too long and really crazy and i have to read the entire thing they talked to hollywood life like hollywood life got the heavy hitters here when they took a step back from their engagement it was hard for them of course a source close to savannah i ghost wrote this for a a source (laughs) they had to look at their relationship and the pressures that came with the wedding she's very much a type a personality and nick is more laid back so they found out that that combination didn't work well and then the relationship fizzled she's got a very strong personality and they just didn't mesh well for anything long term you're just being so redundant source like edit 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 and then uh Despite making the decision to end their relationship, Savannah and Nick are both doing just fine, the source said. Quote, they're both as upbeat as possible, and they know they'll be okay. They had a great three years together, but she's ready to move on as a difficult oh decision, God. as difficult of a decision as that oh. may be. I'm still sad for them both, but there's no bad feelings. It just wasn't the right fit, but they're still so young. She's super into faith, so in her eyes, what was meant to be, God, what was meant to be must be a part of a bigger plan. They really are the best of friends and plan on continuing the friendship. It's very real and honest. The longer this is, the less I believe it. I mean, it's just it just makes me think of that Jordan, the like Jordan Peele gif of like the sweat going down his cheek (laughs) just like they're just being honest with each other they're still friends they're still friends this is like who got up to the podium and like read this speech why is it so long get it the last breakup the last breakup is is not even a breakup you remember how megan blake Irwin was engaged to skeet ulrich and then do i remember that was recent Megan Blake Irwin was engaged to Skeet Ulrich. We talked about it on the podcast. They have since broken up, but now she's puffing on a cigarette and cozying up to Demi Lovato's ex, Luke Rockhold. Who's in Luke LA. Rockhold? Demi Lovato's ex. I don't even know him, and I know all of her ex. He's an friends. MMA fighter. Oh. 
<laughs> oh no. Luke Rockhold. Rockhold. Luke Rockhold. I just keep Also mi- she unfollowed Skeet on Instagram. Every and time I see her. Every time I see the name, Megan Blake Irwin is in the news a bunch, but you know who's in the news constantly? Megan Barton Hansen, who was the one who stole the guinea pig a thousand years ago. And I always mix them up. Mm-hmm. Megan Blake Irwin was definitely is definitely a Love Island person, yes. No, Megan Barton Hansen. You just said Megan Blake Irwin. Sorry. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Megan Barton Hansen is definitely a Love Island person. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Um, this headline's really funny that you put in here. Megan Barton Hansen sizzles in blue bikini as she vows to never date a man again and claims she will marry a woman. Yeah. That's claims. That's good. Claims. It's good. No, it's really good. It's good. We don't. There's not even anything else to say. That's it. That's the best part. Yeah. After the relationship with the girl, I was like, I'm definitely never dating men again. I thought, I only want a woman. It feels like a different dynamic. And I felt more myself and more content than I'd ever felt with a guy. I could see myself marrying a woman. Great quote. Good for you. I feel like Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban and Shark Tank, every time he has nothing else to say, he goes, good for you. One more relationship news. Uh, Ashley Tisdale's pregnant. So So you're telling me it's the start of something new. This could be the start of something. Brielle Bierman, I can't do Brielle Bierman clapping back after she's been trolled for sitting on her 35-year-old stepdad Croy's okay, lap. When I saw this headline, I was like, ew. But then when I saw the photo, I was like, who cares? Like, so look, who cares? This is not bad. It's like leaning. She's like leaning and like maybe perching on his knee. Here is here is my, What's my your, new Do you think it's bad? Mantra. No. Okay. Here's my new mantra. This is my new rule. If you see a headline that says clap back, you need to take a step back. Because let me tell you something. It's not going to be an interesting story. I know. And her clapback was weird, too. Everything about this story is weird. (laughs) If you you get famous enough to have, like, a pretty substantial following, someone is going to take a dump on you regardless of what you do. Like, there will always be someone who is rude to you. So it's just, like... Who cares? I mean, it's all, it's all, well, I know. it of should course. all be ignored. Of course, it should all be ignored. But like, it is just funny that this, the only reason that this got even written up was because she said something back. And what she said back wasn't even that clapbacky. She just said, honestly, because I had nowhere else to sit, we were making jokes the whole time about him being Santa. It was comedy. Just say, fuck you, it's my stepdad. And also the thing about... Don't say anything. Do you know, yeah, don't say anything. Do you know what's so funny about Croy Bierman and Bri- B- Brielle Bierman and Kim Zolciak Bierman me. is that he's 12 years older than Brielle, but he's 13 years younger than Kim. He's like smack in the middle of them. Like it's like, it's, it's kind of funny to me. He's literally he's smack, smack in, in the middle, middle of them in terms of age. It's a very ridiculous. Also, the Bierman kids. Just who cares about these Biermans? I know. Uh, who cares oh, about these Biermans? No. Re- oh, relatedly, oh, no. is that what you're saying? Oh, no. no. <laughs> relatedly. Because yes, I forgot this was in here. The Ugh. reason why I put this in as related, it's kind of two themmy characters. Maybe Dax Shepard is like actually a who. Dax Shepard is a who, maybe. Kristen Bell's a them. Or is Dax Shepard a them I, now? He's kind of themmy. I, well, he's a very themmy podcaster. He's one of the big, he's one of the number one podcasters. Well, then maybe that pulled him up. Maybe that's why he's a full them now. And they talk about their kids nonstop. This just really, this headline, I just, I don't know what to do anymore with these two. Their peak who behavior, though. They, they behave peak, like who's. Peak. Kristen Bell will, Kristen peak. Bell will always act like she is uh, one paycheck away from like not being able to pay her mortgage. I know. Well, like, these two look at, these the two most. look at what Chrissy Teigen does and they go, oh. That's all you can do? 
watch us. My kids drink O'Doul's. Like, it is one thing after another. Kristen Bell, if their kid farts, will call Us Weekly and be like, my kid farted. Like, it's insane at this point. And what's even more insane is that, and this is great, and I think this is an amazing thing that they that they're able to accomplish, which is they keep their kids' faces private. But their faces Yeah, they always put those hearts on the faces. But their kids' names are always in the press. I mean, these kids are literally more in the press than most other who's, and yet it just doesn't seem like it connects. It's like you want your kids' faces to remain private, but I have to hear about your daughters drinking your their father's alcohol free O'Doul's on Skype with on kindergarten Skype or whatever. Right. So like the kids, the kids will still be able to Google themselves when they're 18 and say like, mom, what the fuck were you doing in September 2020? Like, were you really so bored that you had to call us weekly and say, I give my kids O'Doul's? So she said, she said on the Carla Hall podcast, they have 15 minute breaks where they're allowed to jump around and grab a snack and wiggle it out. The Good Place alum 40 explained of Lincoln 7 and Delta 5. I walk in to check on them at 9.30, and both of them are drinking an O'Doul's on their Zooms. They're just sipping their doolies. And I'm like, what must these other parents and teachers think of me? I know that O'Doul's is an alcohol-free beer, but I would still be like, what the fuck? (laughs) I saw two children over Zoom, Kristen Bell's kids. I'd be like, why are Kristen Bell's kids drinking, like, beer bottles on this Zoom? Also, it's alcohol-free in the eyes of like the FDA, but it still has a little bit of alcohol in it, which is why a lot of people who are like truly in recovery and are trying to avoid alcohol entirely shouldn't even drink it because it has like a teeny tiny bit of alcohol in it. In fact, the beverage, which has a 0.4% alcohol level, has given Lincoln and Delta a chance to learn about their dad's sobriety and the importance of it and why daddy can't drink. They can learn about that without drinking O'Doul's. Right. I think it's very cool that they're very open about like why daddy doesn't drink. Why what what is alcohol? Like what does it do? I think that's really cool. And in that respect, I think what Kristen Bell is doing is admirable. But my other but my main thing is like don't go on Carl Hall's podcast and say something that you know people are gonna dump on you for. I don't even want to pass a judgment on it and say whether or not I would dump on her. I'm just like how could you say that without thinking people are going to come for you? And then suddenly there will be headlines like right. Kristen Bell roasted by fans for letting her daughter drink non-alcoholic beer and Frozen star Kristen Bell slammed after admitting giving kids non-alcoholic beer. I Mommy shaming aside, and like I don't really want to say anything either way about that because as not a mom, yeah. I like just don't care. I really just like don't live in that world. But it's but you have to be fucking insane to not see how comical it is that Kristen Bell is getting a headline by saying her daughters drink O'Doul's over Zoom. <laughs> I mean, that is like, you couldn't even make this up. I didn't listen to Say Yes with Carla Hall, but I'm imagining her, Carla Hall, being like, so anything else you want to add? And Kristen Bell, like, mulling this over and being like, you know what? Yeah, I have a story to tell. It's like, there was no reason to tell the story about the O'Doul's. Kristen? And I just think, like, even O'Doul's is like, don't associate us with this. Like O'Doul's like calls them and they're like, no, 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 sweetie. Like we don't want anything to do with this. (laughs) We are not trying to get drank by children. We are not an education alcohol-free beer. Also, these kids don't like O'Doul's. Like Like, get out of here. (laughs) I'm sorry. O'Doul's is gross. They have like 15 minute breaks where they're allowed to jump around and grab a snack and wiggle it out. And I walk in to check on them at like 930 and both of them are drinking an O'Doul's on their Zooms. Oh, in their class? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out. the bed. 
your linens, sweeties. The lin- it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I hate and middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also, practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm going to learn Spanish, I'm going to do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like (laughs) having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic Mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. So this is technically a relationship, but it had to go in its own line because it's definitely on another level. Like Halle Berry is just out here like showing everyone how it's done. Halle Berry is dating a new man. He was a mystery man. He was just revealed. She called him, quote, an amazing guy. He is a singer. No, actually, her. Sorry, no, she did not call him an amazing guy. Her personal trainer called him an amazing guy. Oh, her personal. (laughs) Her personal trainer called him an amazing guy. She simply called him 
Van Hunt because that's what his name is. And the way she revealed that she is actually dating this guy Van Hunt is by posting an Instagram of her in a Van Hunt t-shirt. I like didn't put two and two together that he he has merch. Like I thought that she just like mm-hmm. made a shirt. <laughs> It was her posing for his merch. No, but like I thought when I first saw this, I was like, this is a lot of effort to do like a reveal of your mystery man voice. Like she made like she made an iron on. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't know that he was a musician. <laughs> she is she is so just the lamest. Like I, I really do it's love nice. her sort of like it's oblivious nice. energy. It's nice. Like this photo of her with a backless, um, she's like so it's like hot a backless too. one piece it's disgusting. bathing suit she's on. She's so hot. <laughs> she's in a backless one piece bathing suit. It's kind of hard to, de- to describe other than that, but like imagine a one piece that doesn't have a back and it's a photo from behind and so she doesn't have a back and it says, back at the beach. <laughs> back at the beach. She's so, she's so lame. I really like it. This guy that she's dating and she like, I want her to have like success in dating. I feel like she's been working at like she needs to yeah, date him. Yeah. yeah. He uh he won a Grammy. He's a Grammy winner in 2006 for best R&B performance for Family Affair and he's a nominee for another uh for best urban alternative performance for a song called Dust. Yeah. It was that like remix of the It's a Family Affair. Oh, I like that song. Oh, I like that song. Wait, he was yeah, on the remix? The caption for the Van Hunt photo, which is, it looks like she's holding like a cup of whiskey. She's holding like something cool. She's holding like a cool drink. And she has a little cool hat on. And it, she's wearing a Van Hunt shirt. And it says, now you know. And it says, <laughs> Do you know who's on this Who's on this recording of Family Affair, the remix? Who also won a Grammy from this? Uh-uh. Joss Stone. <laughs> There's a throwback for you. Joss Stone also won a Grammy. Wow. Okay. Speaking of mystery man, like I, I love a mystery man reveal. That's my favorite thing. It's like, who is this mystery man? Mystery man reveal. I wrote a game called the mystery man game. And we're going to go back in time oh, through okay. a bunch of other mystery mans. And you're going to have to guess who the mystery man was revealed to be. Some of these, you know, so I'm going to see if okay. you can like oh, guess them. Okay. But otherwise, I have two options for you to guess okay so okay okay if you don't remember just this is why we started the game Halle Berry this Van Hunt was a mystery man and the original headline was Halle Berry shares cryptic snap of her feet teasing possible new romance with a mystery man dot 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 and she drives fans wild on Instagram then it was revealed that this was Van Hunt okay so number one exclusive she doesn't waste any time. Daisy Lowe moves on with love interest number three in four months of lockdown as she has seen smooching a mystery man in Park PDA Fest. Is okay. this mystery man A, property developer and animal lover Jordan Saul, or B, <laughs> space hog frontman and animal lover Royston Langdon? Those are my two options. Yeah. I'm going to say Royston Langdon because I like that name. Okay, that's wrong. Royston Langdon, the space hog frontman, she, he used to date. He was married to Liv Tyler. He's a little bit old for Daisy Lowe. But Daisy Lowe did uh, date his okay. son, Christian, for a while. He was uh, he was love interest number like one or two in the four months of lockdown. 
for lazy for daisy got it got it got it question number two you got that wrong okay question number two Kara Santana cuts a stylish figure in a powder blue blazer as she spends time with mystery male companion during low-key outing. Is Kara Santana's mystery man A, Jared Leto's older brother Shannon, or B, Chris Evans' younger brother Scott? (laughs) (laughs) Don't even try to fool me on this. It is Jared Leto's brother Shannon. We talked about their relationship and Scott's gay. (laughs) That is correct. We have the headline picture exclusive Kara Santana packs on the PDA with Jared Leto's older brother as philandering ex Jesse Metcalf moves on with new girlfriend. Okay. Got it. Number three. BB Rexa can't take her eyes off Mystery Man as they stock up on groceries together in Los Angeles. Is the Mystery Man music video director Romain Gavray, whom she gave a brand new Ferrari for his birthday, or B, filmmaker? K.N. Safiari, whom she gave a brand new Ferrari for his birthday. Oh, so it's the second one. Yes. The first one is yeah. Rita Ora's yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. But, the first, I was like, why do I recognize that name? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. the headline is BB Rexa kisses new boyfriend filmmaker K.N. Safiari as she gifts him, if she gifts her baby a new car. She gave him a new car. Pretty nice. Okay. Number four. I like that. What was it? She can't take her eyes off of him as they like stock up on groceries. Yeah. <laughs> is there like footage of her like looking at him directly in the eyes and like <laughs> grabbing things but missing the cart? <laughs> it seems dangerous. She just no? keeps missing seems the cart. Dangerous. Uh, okay. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. Picture exclusive. Number four. Picture exclusive. Chloe Green passionately kisses a hunky mystery man aboard her father, Sir Phillips, 118 million pound yacht in France while ex-fiance Jeremy Meeks marches in Black Lives Matter protest. Is the boy she's kissing a Stavros Niachos the third, grandson to Stavros Niachos the first, the multi-million dollar shipping tycoon, or okay. B, Manuel Fiella, CEO of company Royal Yacht Brokers, which boasts celebrity clients such as Madonna, Chrissy Teigen, and Alicia Vikander. It's got it's got to be the yacht broker. It is B exclusive. <laughs> Chloe mystery Chloe Green's mystery boyfriend is revealed as the Italian yacht broker and father of one, Manuel Fiella. Fiella. Thielia? In what world would Chloe, Chloe Green not be dating a yacht broker right now? They've been dating since last year, according wow. to this headline. Okay, five. Teresa Judice, baby, it's cold outside. New flame post Joe. Is the new flame post Joe A, Perry Annunziata, a.k.a. Perry the Plumber on Real Housewives of New Jersey, or B, mm-hmm. Anthony DeLorenzo, a.k.a. Tony the Contractor on Real Housewives of New Jersey? Uh, it's uh Anthony the D- D- Dorenzo. Yes, that's true because Harry Annunziata is a character on The Sopranos, known as Muscles <laughs> Marinara. <laughs> he's Tony's uh he's Tony's chauffeur. Remember him? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Picture exclusive: Teresa Judice, newly single reality star, snuggles up to Anthony De Lorenzo days after separating from husband Joe after twenty years of marriage. Okay, days. now we're gonna do a quick flashback back to two thousand eleven. Mini driver making out with mystery man. Is this mystery man from two thousand eleven a Chris Angel mind freak or b Matt Felker, a model slash dancer who was previously romantically linked to Jennifer Aniston, Selma Blair, and played the love interest in Britney Spears' toxic music video? <laughs> Number two. That is correct. Although she did date Chris Angel, do you remember the Chris Angel drama? I actually don't. No. She was dating Chris Angel. And he proposed to her. This is all reportedly, and on, and that literally the next night he was spotted with Cameron Diaz. What you knew this? No, I did not. Yeah, know Chris this. Angel left Mini Driver for Cameron Diaz in two thousand and two thousand and seven. So okay, before this, before she dated Matt Felker, aka the toxic guy from the music video. 
Okay. Number 10. How do you like them apples? Yikes. (laughs) Number 10. We have two more. Number 10. Number 10. I think you'll know the answer to this because I'd only gave you one option. From TMZ. Shia LaBeouf, shirtless, tatted, and locking lips with a mystery blonde. Who's that? Mia Goth. That's right. Shia LaBeouf and ex-wife Mia Goth spark reconciliation rumors after PDA session in LA and their wedding is back. Their wedding rings are back on almost two years after filing for divorce. This was when mm-hmm. TMZ thought that Shia LaBeouf's own ex-wife was a mystery blonde. <laughs> it was like, no, that's his wife. <laughs> to be fair, it was her hair. Her hair was new. Her, her hair right? was new. Okay. Last question. Ready? Yes. Maya, 40, quote, secretly married a mystery man in the Seychelles two months ago after being linked to Jay-Z and Gucci Mane over a decade ago. Who was the mystery man? Was it A, the rapper The Game, B, football star Deshaun Jackson, or C, herself? It was herself. It was herself. Right. It was The moment you, I was like, wait a second. She married herself. Maya Forty married herself in the Seychelles two months ago for a music video after leading fans to believe she wed a mystery man. <laughs> that's good. Okay. That's okay, that's good. my game. That's my game. That's my that's game. That's a good game. Yeah, thank you. I thought that's it was a good, good game. too. I thought it was good. I worked hard on it. How is this still happening? How is the Sugar Factory still both like getting this sort of talent to like do these events, but also how is the Sugar Factory open like i thought the sugar factory photos pre-covid were demeaning but the but i we had never seen photos from the sugar factory mid-pandemic which are truly debasing and i can't imagine not needing hours of therapy after appearing in these photos like the sugar like the like the chain smokers are to promote their smoking candy goblets on in collaboration with their tequila brand which is called like jaja yaya or something I, I I don't think I don't think that I want to do anything less than like drink tequila and eat a lot of sugar. Like right, that, that actually, just does I not know. sound fun. That's like how you maybe know like you're... a margarita, like a sweet margarita, but like what? But what's funny about this is like one of the train smokers, Alex, is over the age of thirty. The other one's twenty six. But the one who's over the age yeah. of thirty knows better. He's seeing all this sugar and he's saying, "If I touch any of this, if I actually consume any of this, I will be sick for hours." Because he knows yeah. when you hit thirty, you can't just drink tequila and eat a cookie stack. Sorry, what is he eating? It's called a Cookie Monster Insane Milkshake and twenty four <laughs> scoop King Kong. Sunday. That's a milkshake. <laughs> Wait, it looks like a mountain. It's oh, dis- the mountain is the vessel it's inside. It's a cookie. It's a cookie mountain. It's so it looks disgusting. sort of like it's a cookie mountain and cookie monsters on the bottom of it peeking out. And then there's it's a vessel. So there's milkshake inside the cookie mountain. And then it's this, topped with another cookie. This just feels like who which chain smoker. But then he's holding a donut. Which chain smoker Sorry. got on the phone with their lawyer and was like, how do we get out of this contract? We do not want to go to the sugar factory in Santa Monica and pose with our tequila in ma- in like COVID masks and like have to like fake eat. Sorry, let me scroll down to the food again. The rainbow sliders chicken and waffles and big cheesy burger (laughs) (laughs) the lawyer's like sorry this is as this is as ironclad as as contracts go you gotta go you gotta go do it okay so there is a partnership which i did not realize which now makes a little more sense but is still humiliating Yeah, it's like yeah their tequila is being used in the specialty drinks Right, and the specialty drinks, we're not going to name them because I don't want to spawn them anymore. I'm, I've already said too many I just things. thought, 
I just thought it was sort of like the tequila launch party or something there. I didn't realize the tequila was being used in these disgusting goblet drinks. Yeah, because okay. don't you see there's a photo of a very nice and patient person wearing a mask and gloves pouring this chain smoker a drink? I'm like, this is disgusting to me. I'm like, disgusted. And also the fire, the fi- the sparklers inside of the treats just make them less appetizing. Like, I don't want to get closer to that. Dude, you're going to get, you're going to fuck up your insides. You cannot eat that. <laughs> like, you cannot well, eat is- that. You need 12 Toms. I hope you're eating a Tom every other bite or else you're never going to survive this. What is the song? What is the, hey, I was doing just fine before I met you. Yeah. It's like them to everything on this table. <laughs> everything on this table is Awful. like worse than meeting Halsey. terrible 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 next up nini leaks was quote-unquote fired this always happens where it's like one side says i was fired the other side says no i just quit this one i do believe because nini is kind of so iconic on that show and then and outside that show i kind of believe that nini asked for a lot of money and didn't get it and left you know what i mean like this one just feels more like there wasn't a confrontation i mean nini has had she's left the show a few times i think via like other for other reasons and had confrontations but this one feels like i'm asking for a shit ton of money if i don't get it i'm out of here i didn't realize that she had tweeted or retweeted someone saying that Andy Cohen should be fired. So maybe he... I could see Andy Cohen getting really petty and angry about shit like that and being like, you know what? No. Bye-bye. But me, Bye-bye. but Nini's like a star. Like, I just feel like they, it is silly for them to lose her in this way. Like, how come I like, don't have that many big mm-hmm. stars like Nini? Whatever. It just feels like we're talking a lot about Housewives leaving recently. I guess it's like Housewife negotiation season because all of them are fucking mm-hmm. up for a new contract, leaving, nego- like all this stuff. So I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Nini felt important to talk about because if we're talking about Denise Richards, who was only on one season barely made an impact nini is like you know the fucking mvp of this show what i'm not sure if i understand or not is that maybe maybe you have some thoughts on this like what is what creates a more interesting or maybe even just straight up better perception among the public quitting or getting fired so is there a chance that even if quitting was like i don't want to do this anymore quitting i quit is there an interpretation where being fired makes it more interesting? Like, I mean, it makes it because you know when like this stuff happens, story more interesting because it's there's this the reason why you would quit versus why you fired why you were fired is going to be a way more interesting story than why you quit. Yeah, it's just always weird to me that like because this happened with what's her name too, Dorinda, yeah. where it's like no one can ever come to an agreement on how the person left the show. And I find that sort of interesting where it's like, maybe eventually down the the line of the story, something does get confirmed. But in those first few like days and weeks of reporting, it's all muddled and it's all very vague. And you're like, what did happen here? Like, that's so weird to me. The star always wants to have the power. So they want to say they quit. It was their decision. And the network, like, I don't know if they care either way. They want it to be like, almost like it was mutual they don't want to have lost Mm -hmm. the star but Mm -hmm. i do think if a star is going off saying i quit i quit i quit i quit and the truth is that they were fired i do think a network or whoever would maybe leak actually and i quit because that is more in their best interest to like kind of create drama and they don't really care about you know the person's personal dignity or whatever (laughs) clearly they don't but yeah i mean i do think that like a housewife is always going to want to own the narrative and say i quit or unless mm-hmm. they got fired for something that's like, you know, important. 
but that's not really the case usually. Yeah. Next up, this just tickled me. It's technically relationship news, but not really. It was just, we talk about Olivia Culpo a lot because she always pops up and we always forget who she is. Who is she's she? everywhere. She's, who is she? She she's dates one football of, She's players. definitely the least um, important, the least relevant, the least popular Olivia. She was like the fashion. She's not fashion. She was the beauty queen. She was like Miss Rhode Island and she was like Miss Universe. Imagine going from Miss Rhode Island to Miss Universe. Imagine in all the universe, you find your Miss in Rhode Island. <laughs> it's just funny in a category where you have Olivia Munn. Olivia Culpo is like the least, you know, like we're like, is, <laughs> you have Olivia Munn, Olivia Wilde, but Olivia, Olivia, Wilde. Olivia Coleman, of course, Olivia, Olivia Jane, Olivia J. Yeah. a lot of famous Olivias. What's going on? And I found this interesting. This just specifically, so she's dating a NFL player, Christian McCaffrey, who is, by all accounts, by what I can tell, a very famous, popular, successful NFL By star. all accounts. He's young. He's like 24. <laughs> by all Whatever. accounts. I, this is not about him. But it makes sense that he is the more famous of the two because he is an NFL star. Right. We love NFL. Okay? Well, she also dated but, uh, Danny Amendola. That was the big drama with her, which why we mm-hmm. talked about oh, her right, a bunch. Right, right. And he tr- like was not nice to her. From what but I remember. What I found, and Nick Jonas. But what I found interesting about this is that even though we've talked about Olivia Culpo for years now, Olivia Culpo has been years. sort of this like hooey, you know, Staple. orbiting figure in Who's for years and years and years. She got this story in page six. Everything to know about Olivia Culpo, Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend. I was like, honey, we've like been knowing about me. her. <laughs> And then you click, and I was like, what are you talking about? She's been, like, page six has certainly covered this woman before. And then the the lead of the story is, if anyone is having, I just will not, I want this tattooed on my body. If anyone is having a standout year, it's Olivia Culpo. <laughs> Do you know what year it is? This is no one's year. Yeah. Catch me in 2050 and someone saying, like, what was 2020 like? And I was like, well, <laughs> was Olivia, Olivia Culpo had a standout year. She was dating yeah, this Christian is like, McCaffrey. This is actually the most brain dead assertion. And if I was Olivia <laughs> Culpo, I would sue for this lead because I'd be like, get that off your site. If any, I'm just, let me just read this again. If anyone is having a standout year, it's Olivia Culpo. It's such a demented thing to say right. that I don't even know. I don't even know how I would replace it. Like, it's like if anyone ha- is having a standout year, it's blank. I don't think anyone is having a standout year. I don't think you can say this about anyone. No one is having a standout year. Is Olivia Culpo now being recategorized as a wag? Is that like what this is? Well, that's doing? what page six is calling her. They're calling her a wag. So is this like the first step to her becoming like, is she going to be on a reality show because of this? She's all over. She's all over page six. Like if you click Olivia Culpo, they write about her constantly. And here they are being like, who is this? It's like, bitch, I feel like I'm being gaslighted. Just this morning, they published Olivia Culpo's leather pants put a new spin on the exposed thong trend. I didn't even know that was a trend. I mean, this the same the same outlet who in September 2020 asks if we know who Olivia Culpo is, wrote, in January 2019, Olivia Culpo forgets it's winter, wears tiny bike shorts. If you're writing that headline and you're not assuming we know who Olivia Culpo is, why are you writing that headline, you know? Mm-hmm. In February 2018, this same outlet wrote about Olivia Culpo, Danny Amendola cooks Olivia Culpo anything she wants. This same outlet wrote, in 2015... In 2015, <laughs> Olivia Culpo nearly faints on the Emmy's red carpet. Oh, no. Literally five, literally five years ago, 
page six was like, Olivia Culpo nearly fainted on the Emmy's red carpet. Okay, I can't anymore. Okay, we can't. It's like page six is the eminent scripture for Olivia Coppola news. And yet they're trying to gaslight us in 2020, asking us who she is. Bitch, you are the reason I <laughs> know who she is. <laughs> anyway, I'm furious. I'm okay. furious about this Olivia Coppola shit. All right, moving, <laughs> moving on. So we have a new segment. Let's see how long this we, segment lasts. But we have a new segment. We have segment. a new segment. We're going to see if the segment lasts. But I think the segment... I think the segment might last. Okay, what is, is that the okay segment? for me to suspect the segment might last? What's the segment? The JC in three Z. JC by what I mean three zero. What's three? thirty seconds of JC? Oh, the JC in three zero. Wait, that doesn't rhyme. The JC like the JC in three Z. Three Z. What's Z? The Z stands for zero. Okay, <laughs> you're getting a little okay. The JC in three Z. It's the JC three Z. I'm not even joking. Gemma Collins is is a little annoying, but something I find extremely... We talk about celebrity podcasts a lot, and it's sort of like... And she just has the best one. It's unfortunate, but she does. These celebrities are in here just being like, I want to do a podcast. It's sort of like, I think I'll go to law school today, where it's like, I want to do a podcast. Anna Ferris has a podcast. Dak Shepard has a podcast. The Office Ladies have a podcast. Why can't I have a podcast? And they just, you you imagine them sort of like just throwing money at some producers and throwing money at people and just being like, give me a podcast and kind of putting in no effort. I mean, I can't back that up. That's just how I visualize these people. Meanwhile, Gemma Collins, week after week, pulls out her little Yeti blue microphone. Actually, I think she talks into AirPods because it doesn't sound good. She just pulls out her AirPods and records 30 minutes of God knows what and puts it out there. She doesn't make it this melodramatic thing. She just does it as part of her job. She's like, you know what? It's time to record my podcast. I'm not prepared, but guess what? That doesn't matter. I can talk for 30 minutes and it goes out there and she's proud of it. And it just exists. It's this reliable thing that will never stop. And so I'm like, you know what? There's so much Gemma Collins content. There's at least going to be 30 seconds of like the, lunacy. The intro to this is longer than the segment. But I guess you only need to say the intro first. Once. You're not going to say this every time, right? So every week for the foreseeable future, I want to find a random, not even random. I want to find a really good 30 seconds of GC. A 3Z of GC. But literally, you know, when I'm in the sea... I've always said it is not our world. Uh, The sea is basically someone else's world and it belongs to the animals. And I have been watching Aquaman recently because I love the film. And I do believe there is more to the underwater life. She's She's saying that if you told her people live underwater, there's some people who live underwater, she'd say, I figured. (laughs) I figured. It's the GC3Z row. I'm not even joking. Time for our next sporadic segment. D-E-N-A-N-A. What will these two do today? Coffee, blocks, daily tasks. Only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-M-A-N-Z-A. Ipgo and a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs. E-N-A-N-A, let's update their dossier. Lindsay didn't, I put the headline in. Lindsay, I don't think Lindsay believed the headline before she scrolled to the next page. I did, I didn't. Here's the headline from Cinema Blend, which is strange. It's from Cinema Blend. 
Anna de Armas' new ad is a Diamonds campaign with the Ben Affleck lookalike. I was and like, so give me it. a break, y'all. Relax. He's not. He is. He fully is. He full, This guy is Ben Affleck's twin from certain angles. An ad. It's very much like uh, it's the it's a prototypical diamondy scent ad, which is just like cool, quick shots of like aspirational lifestyle moments and like being beautiful with like a vague voiceover. And it's Ana de Armas talking about diamonds, and it's like little glimmers of like Ana de Armas's fabulous, beautiful, luxurious, glamorous life. And in it, she's like, I think she's attending a wedding, but she's at some event on the beach and she's being lifted up by this man and she's hugging this man and she's, and they're wet together. And then he's in a suit and he's handsome and he has a beard and he looks just like Ben Affleck. Just. And he looks just just like like Ben Affleck. Just like. For moments like no other. He looks just like Ben Affleck. Twin. You know what this is too? She's doing an ad for this this thing called the Diamond Producers Association, which rebranded itself into the Natural Diamond Council. And what I think they are is against uh, science-made diamonds, because now you know they're they're literally d- the diamonds that you mine and diamonds that you can grow in a lab. You can't really genetically tell them apart anymore. So now they're mm-hmm. doing. I think the diamond, the people who made diamonds rare, they kind of like fucked with the market and made them rare let's be real and defined why diamonds are important they're now getting like up they're like uh-oh diamonds are going to go down in value what are we going to do let's get on let's get on to armis and a ben affleck lookalike to run around in the ocean and you know promote diamonds or whatever not only are they a girl's best friend they're in the 007 universe because they are forever if you tell me that that was not intentional, I will. It's intentional. I don't want to. I don't want to condone violence, but I will consider. I will imagine myself slapping you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like no, he was cast because he looks just like just enough like Ben Affleck to make people say, "Wait a, huh, wait, huh? Is it? Could it?" The the only other Anna de Armas Ben Affleck news is that it's an exclusive. It's an exclusive from Us Weekly, and it is that quote: Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas have been spending time in Ireland. Quote: Basically lived together six months into their romance. Like basically lived together. They basically and, lived together. What? How did they get so, to Ireland? What's going on? <laughs> they can go. They can go anywhere they want. Like this. This pandemic means nothing to these people. Oh, She's shooting God. commercials for diamonds. Diamonds. In the Why are they the in diamond. Ireland? They must diamonds. be filming. I guess. Why would they be? I don't know. They're basically living together. But because sort of deranged source quotes have been an ongoing theme of this episode, it wouldn't be a story without a weird source quote. Listen to this. An insider told Us Weekly this, quote, Ben and Anna, Ben and Anna basically live together and Ben is very into Anna and so sweet to her. They are like any couple and sometimes she picks dumb and immature fights with him, but he doesn't get flustered and they're never about big what issues is or deal breakers no, stop talking. for either of them. Stop talking. What is this source? What is this insider I saying? Would, I thought it would be sort of like, I don't know egalitarian and that was like he behaves like a baby and she picks fights but it's just purely making it's like being rude to anna i just like, she don't picks understand dumb and immature fights with him but he doesn't get flustered like okay hey we're just grateful for any news at all i know it, it had been a while it'd been a while what was she wearing where was she seen she posted what on instagram She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the night. 
What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita, she's up to so much this week. Did you see all the stuff that she's up to this week? She's up to so much. Literally, she made up for a low week by like somehow being in every single tabloid this week. Okay, here's here's what she did this week. She went brawless twice. In one week, she went brawless twice. Rita Ora puts on an eye-popping display as she goes brawless beneath plunging terracotta blazer for sizzling fashion shoot. Plunging Love that terracotta, terracotta blazer. blazer. <laughs> she went. So that's the first time she went brawless. Yeah, and then she went brawless again. She went brawless in an unbuttoned white blouse as she sings along to Little Mix song in the back of a tent. Oh my god, it better have been Holiday. That's a great song. Have you heard Holiday by Little Mix? So good. It wasn't Holiday. It was I. I just saw the screenshots and it was her being like, "Forgot that this song like sends oh. me like it's like vibes." This song, it's forgot the <laughs> vocals in this song. What song was it? It's I guess it's not Holiday. Holiday has vocals. It's very good. Um, let's see. What was the song? God, she's so Holiday. It was holiday. Yeah, it's a great song. It was holiday. It's a great song. It was holiday. You were right. It's a great you were right. song. It's she forgot song. about the vocals. Yeah. She also performed for a virtual fashion show for this fashion brand called Shine. Oh, you know Shine. Shine, Shine is she... like the fucking most scammy, low cost brand or whatever. Shine. 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 Oh, Shine. You've this, seen this. them. Okay, I know Shine. You've I've seen, seen Shine. She's like in this weird like mirror box. And it's funny because I put this screenshot in here because like as she's in this mirror box singing, she keeps like touching the sides of the mirror, but the mirror gets greasy and grimy every oh, time she ew, touches it. Oh, so the ew, mirror, Rita. <laughs> the mirror's covered in like gross <laughs> ew, handprints. Ew, ew. You're right. It's just covered in gross You're handprints. Right. It's really funny. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> It looks gross because you can't touch the moment you touch a mirror. I don't care how touch clean a mirror. your hands you are. Can't you can't touch a mirror. It. You can't touch a mirror. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> She's like nonstop. Then she flashed her toned stomach and striped crop top as she larked around her local park. <laughs> I'm telling you, we are back to pre-pandemic levels are, of reading. These are like a wild mix of like her act. They, they post every single Instagram she does and there's photos of her out. She goes to stuff now. Lindsay, she went to a restaurant opening. I like, like, where I'm am sorry. I? First of all, where are restaurants opening? I, like, I'm telling you, <laughs> they're they're opening in the exact same version of 2020 where Olivia Culpo is having the best year. Olivia Culpo is having the best year and Rita Ora is going to restaurant openings. Where do live? <laughs> where do they live? Where you're allowed to open restaurants and have the best year ever. Like, get out of here. <laughs> this reminded me of the classic thing the last thing here that kim kardashian does where like kim's feed will all be like skims skims like promo 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 ads 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 and then she'll be like hey guys i've recently gotten into podcasts we'll share your favorite podcast where it's like oh wait i have to sound relatable right you know? like i have to kim like does it all the get time. engagement on this like people have to comment for it to be valuable yes so Rita spends a week going to restaurant openings, performing at fashion shows, like w- going around town without a bra on. And then she's like, wait a minute, I have to sound relatable. So she posts this, which is like particularly robotic. Just remember to go outside, breathe in the fresh air, even in the midst of work, spend time with yourself, do what makes you feel good. Don't worry what others may think of you. Just like people in this park thought I was crazy taking these socially distant photos and smiling and jumping around on my own. Who cares? Be you. Where it's like, it seemed to me like this came from like a place of guilt where it's like, well, I have to post something inspirational because I've been behaving in ways that like no one else can really behave right now. So like, I have to do something that's sort of relatable, right? (laughs) I mean. How could anyone copy what she's doing? I also just feel like it's like, 
pig Latin, essentially, you know, of 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 <laughs> yeah, inspiring yeah, yeah. text, you know. <gasps> she's really something else. Anyway, but she's back to pre. She's fully back to like pre-pandemic levels of content. Anyway, we're done for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call us at 619-619-WHO-THEM. Leave questions, comments, and concerns. Um, support us on Patreon.com slash Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. Wear a mask. Yeah. Go vote if you can vote. Voting has begun. Vote. Sign up to be a poll worker. I want to be a poll worker, I'm doing Lindsay. that. I'm going to my training on Thursday. Oh, I haven't signed up for my training yet. Oh, it's on, wait. I'm, maybe we can go to the same training. Yeah, I'm That'd going be fun. On... This podcast is now Pod Save America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this pod's trying to save America too. Take that, boys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Have a good week. Again, call us. Bye. 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 You will say that. To be famous. If you see a headline that says clap back, you need to take a step back.